Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you've had a good week. We want to give a quick shout out to Burlington, North Carolina. Yay. Thank you so much for listening, downloading, and sharing. We really appreciate it. Please do check out our website, graceintheshadowsor.org. Please reach out to us by email, drdrjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. Or text or call 251-244-4645. We do have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter as well. We would definitely love to hear from you if you have a prayer request that you'd like for us to pray for. If you are living in North Carolina or Alabama and you would like a clinical counselor, Dr. J is your man. If you live anywhere else and you would like a life coach or a pastoral counselor, he is also your man. Yes. So how have you been? I have been well. It's, it's you know, been a trying week. Um, I know I've been telling y'all that I haven't had the Christmas spirit too much, but I think... It's I come. Think I think I, I'm getting it. I actually bought some Christmas lights today. Wow. I bought a Christmas topper that's coming tomorrow for the tree. Sweet. So tomorrow we may break down and decorate this place. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, like it. Had yeah. some had some good things happen this weekend. So I'm just excited and I know my friends and family have been praying. So yeah, so thank you. And if any of you have been praying, I appreciate it. All right. That's really cool. I love it. Well, thank you. You're gonna help me decorate? I may. He's a I Grinch. May come out of my Grinch. <laughs> yeah, I may come out of my little Grinch cave. You know, crazy thing. We did one of those Facebook quizzes, which they're probably a racket. But anyway, we both got the Grinch. It was kind of funny. I like it. I yes, like yeah. it. All right. You got some weird facts for us today? Weird facts. Humans have been performing dentistry, not industry, but dentistry. Okay. Since 7000 BC, which makes dentists one of the oldest professions. I did not know I that. What they did with that? They like for anesthesia, they just hit you with a rock, or just yeah, or yeah, yeah a stick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, dentistry, oldest profession. Like do we it. have any dentists out there listening to us? Hmm. Hmm. All right. Uh, dinosaurs would swallow large rocks, which stayed in their stomach to help churn oh. and digest food. Oh. I guess they know that from some of the. I guess let's let the remains. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wonder how big of rocks they Depends on the size well, of the dinosaur. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. All right. You got another one? Yes. Uh, Elvis was originally blonde. Uh-uh. He started dyeing his hair black for an, for an eager look. Sometimes uh, would touch it up himself using shoe polish. Oh, wow. So his hair was... Now, my hair was blonde when I was a baby. It was? Yeah, up yeah. until about four I was or bald. five. You I were had, bald. like, peach fuzz. Our daughter was bald. Remember? People used to think she was a boy. <laughs> Poor kid. Poor kid. She had no hair. She didn't even have to have a haircut until she was three. Bless her heart. And Gabriel was, like, not even two, and he, he had lots of hair. All right. Astronauts actually get taller when in space. Oh, I guess they kind of stretch. I guess. <laughs> but when they come back to Earth, are they as tall? I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> All right. Any astronauts out there you can tell us? All right. Oh, let's find one, one more, more interesting one. Okay. Some people in Russia think that eating ice cream will keep you warm. Bless their hearts. <sighs> Got to bless them. 
Yeah, I just, I'm I sorry, don't Russia. I see that one. That was, if we have any people listening from Russia. And we you, love you, Russia. We love you, definitely. Love but you. Um, if you are of that uh, thought, let us know if it really does. No, I don't think it does. I don't think it does either. I, they probably figured it out real quick, unless they froze to death. Oh, that's awful. All well, right. if you're eating ice cream in the middle of Siberia, I mean. Well, yeah, that that would be bad. Definitely. All right. So what's our topic today, Dr. J? Narcissism and it, the effects on on whether the spouse, friends, mm-hmm. family members' health. Oh, narcissism yeah. and health of the loved ones. Yes. Okay. And it, this probably really depends on the length, how long that person's been in that relationship or in that uh, environment. And their personality too. Yes, and, and yeah. like you know, it could be just uh, maybe some minor disturbances, mm-hmm. physiological issues, or lifelong damage, mm. trauma. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think the first thing that a lot of uh, individuals that are being uh, affected mm-hmm. by the uh, narcissist is anxiety. True. Uh, anxiety is huge. I mean, they're. Uh, it, that hovering, that feeling of uh, uh, gaslighting, mm-hmm. uh, belittling, it, it brings on a a, a fear mm-hmm. of inadequacy, uh, hypersensitivity, fight and flight, right, uh, and anxiety. Social anxiety increases, separation anxiety, and this is kind of a very common one with individuals that were maybe a mother, father, or mm-hmm. husband, or wife. Uh, who was a narcissist. Well, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure I, I can understand why that's like one of the first things because, you know, you never know what to expect. So you're always wondering what's coming around the corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? How are they going to react to me today? What are they going to do at this party that we're going to? How are they going to react and what's it going to do to me? So I'm sure. Are they going to embarrass me? Right. Are they going to build me up? Are they yeah. going to support me, encourage me? Are they going to yell at me and right. treat me, basically uh, treat me like I'm dumb? So you just could could never know. So I, I can definitely understand why anxiety is there. And and that would, you know, as far as the severity, once again, that mm-hmm. would depend on the length of time and the severity right. of the narcissist. Yeah, absolutely. Abuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the next one is depressive and melancholy feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that too. Uh, you know, I think that the gaslighting, the feelings of turning things around, making it look like you're the one who's uh, mm-hmm. at fault. Right. You can never say anything right. Um, you may be called stupid or mm-hmm. or, or what have you, belittled. Um, and uh, there's a tendency to isolate. Mm-hmm. Internalize and, uh, all those internalize, things. Internalize, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's very sad. That is sad. Definitely. So some some people don't have the or some some people may have a combination of these things. So, yeah, definitely depression because you are internalizing what they're saying about you. So you don't feel good about yourself anymore. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this could even be PTSD type symptoms. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, that's trauma, what they're going through. Intense abuse, mm-hmm. shame, mm-hmm. Uh, never know what you're going to say. You feel like you're walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's uh you know, the fight for flight response is very powerful. And those memories or smells or whatever. Right. Are, are, you know, and trigger. I've had yeah. clients where even maybe they met someone that looked like uh, or talked like oh. their abuser. Oh. 
and that triggers intense anxiety or PTSD type stuff. I'm sure. I'm sure. And people that have like come out of these relationships or if it was their parents, you know, maybe their parents have passed away. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these uh, symptoms don't come till later. Yeah. Hmm. And I think that there's also a, a loss of sense of who you are. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the narcissist type of abuse is very mind controlling, brainwashing. Yes. yes. Indoctrinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, say you're a kid and you're being abused by mom or dad your entire life, basically, is mm-hmm. it, you're going to be thinking and expecting uh, a lot of a lot of things coming your way. And mm-hmm. your, your self-worth mm-hmm. or your Christ worth right. is going to be very low. Well, yeah. And, and a lot of times people like that aren't going to reach their potential that they could you know, as far as their education goes or moving up the, the ladder at work or things like that because they're feeling that way. And some of them would have to just totally relocate. Right. Start over. Yeah, start over. Mm-hmm. And, and deprogram. Yeah, and, and I imagine that would take some serious counseling for, for that type of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, the second guessing. Is this the right thing? I don't want to make mom mad. Or I don't want right. to make grandma mad. I don't want to make... You know, my husband or your my well, my wife. Right. You know, I think that second guessing really, really um, triggers a lot of uh, indecisiveness and difficulty uh, making decisions in life. Yeah, and we've definitely seen that from friends and family members that that have come out of you know Mm -hmm. relationships. Yeah. Difficulty forgiving yourself or forgiving oneself. That's sad. Because a lot of these people struggle with feeling unworthy, right? With shame, guilt, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that they deserved how that narcissist treated them. That's awful. And many times they don't even really have anything to forgive. They have most of the time nothing, right? But they will go back and replay it in their mind. Maybe, right? If I would have done this differently, ah, uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, so maybe they I'm wrong themselves. about. Even the fact that they're a narcissist. Oh, yeah. Maybe they were right that I'm the problem. Wow. And that's just evil. That is evil. That is evil. And, and like that, you've been programmed in a relationship with that. You definitely have to deprogram that. Physiological manifestations are very common as well. I mean, people, mm-hmm. anxiety, stress, trauma. Mm-hmm. And when you're around someone, that is, thinks that they're God in the flesh, mm-hmm. and they're basically really you're a doormat to them. Oh yeah, you're going to have headaches, mm-hmm. stomach aches, body aches, right? Uh, insomnia, mm-hmm. stress, social anxiety, nightmares. Mm-hmm. I mean, depression. Yeah. You go on and on. It's very mentally unhealthy uh, in every way. Well, and, and, you know, the big buzzwords nowadays are gut health, you know, and a lot of our issues in this situation and other anxiety and things like that Mm -hmm. go to our stomach and affect IBS type symptoms and Mm -hmm. things like that. A lot of times people end up with that, 
you know, as a side effect of everything they've gone through and migraines, you know, fibromyalgia can be brought on by these things. Yes. So um, I I can see where that would occur. You know, it, um, Jesus talked about feelings and a lot of times in the English version, it translates it to heart. Mm-hmm. But in reality, he's talking about his emotions being in his intestines. Right. Because, you know, that culture understood, mm-hmm. you know, we get butterflies when people are in love. Right. And they get the tickles in their tummy. Oh, yes. Uh, our emotions, uh, head and stomach, mm-hmm. go uh, hand in hand, so to speak. Well, I mean, that's where, yeah, that's where those emotions and things and stress play out mm-hmm. in those areas of our body. Yeah. Cognitive difficulties, oh, focusing, yeah. concentrating, mm-hmm. whether it's reading or, or whatever, TV or maybe it's whatever you do. Well, yeah, because they can't turn their brain off. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, they can't take the focus that they need on, a, you know, something to do at work or a pleasure book mm-hmm. or a TV show because they're constantly running everything that's happened to them in their brain. They, they can't, can't rest their brain. Yeah. And that's that's not a good thing. No. Not at all. And they usually, a lot of times, end up with antidepressants. Yeah. <clears throat> that's right. kind of one of the, uh, that and counseling mm-hmm. are very effective. Yeah. But yeah. there will always be some some issues if someone's been majorly mm-hmm. abused by a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will almost definitely will have something that they will con- continue. And once again, you go back to the last podcast on mm-hmm. prayer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Know, the thorn in the flesh. Right. Uh, could it definitely be a, abuse from a narcissist? Oh, yeah, definitely. Emotional flatness. Oh. That's kind of like, uh, you know, you can't have mood swings, irritability, <clears throat> but this is basically saying you're emotionless. You're kind of like robotic. We've and known people like that. And that's that's yeah. sad. Depersonalized. You're just kind yeah. of there. Right. Their eyes are empty. Yeah. 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 That's sad. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a way a lot of people speculate. It's a way that they, you know, kind of are relaxing their mind. And that's the only way they can relax. So it's like a coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we talked a little bit about kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Loss of self-identity, I mm-hmm. think. <clears throat> you know, you have to really trust is a huge issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these have had, whether it's a parent or sibling mm-hmm. or a spouse mm-hmm. or a coworker, mm-hmm. you know, there's a difficult, depending on the severity and time length, mm-hmm. it's difficult to trust people thereafter. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can't trust, I mean... We know in the world we live in, it's really hard to trust people. Oh, yeah. But you have to have at least a core group of people that you can trust and depend on. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's that's a very sad, tragic thing. We also <clears throat> get stuck in a cycle of dysfunctional relationships. Yes. Uh, whether <clears throat> Within that relationship, mm-hmm. uh, there's this, you know, this breakup, you, the person abu- starts missing the abuser, mm-hmm. they end up back together, the abuser bo- love bombs, mm-hmm. and then it goes back to the same thing. Or if they finally break up and they haven't worked through these problems, they go and they start dating or hanging around or befriending people that are very similar because they aren't breaking the pattern. Yeah. And that, and then, you know, so many times they will jump into another um, relationship, another marriage, and, and mm-hmm. that is just doomed to failure, unfortunately. Yep. Too much people pleasing. Uh, yeah. 
because because of the eggshell feeling, mm-hmm. there's this need to make everybody happy. Because if they make someone mad, they may yell at them. And that's so unrealistic. You can't make everybody happy. They probably have a hard time with keeping a job. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> criticism is very hard for someone who's been mm-hmm. abused by a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Self-destructive addictions. Mm. Usually used as a way of escape mm-hmm. or a way of uh, kind of deadening those uh, anxieties and emotions that were as a result of a narcissist relationship. So they're covering up those those emotions with addictions. Yeah, which, so it's a coping mechanism, an yeah, unhealthy one, one. Yeah. Smoking, mm-hmm, drinking, smoking, drinking, right? Food, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. overspending. You go on and on. Absolutely. <clears throat> Pornography, <clears throat> things like that. Trying to escape anything that would help them escape the thoughts and feelings they've had. Mm-hmm. It's a type of self hatred. I think so. I think that so. They they may not commit they may not commit suicide. Right. Um, but they but they still hate themselves mm-hmm. or the guilt and shame, mm-hmm. and so they punish themselves through unhealthy coping mm-hmm. mechanisms. Yeah, that's sad. Um, but I think some, there is help. There is help. There is. I mean, we sound like we're kind of gloom and doom, but we're not. There is help. Well, I think you know this is not a <clears throat> this is not some some um, rare problem. No. This is quite common. It is common. And so you're not alone. Right. And there is help. Definitely. Uh, like I said, I think in my, my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, it's something like 75 to 80% effective with counseling and medication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very high. Yes. Um, and the Jesus factor. Definitely. The Jesus, definitely. prayer, the word. Mm-hmm. Church, yeah. attendance. Yeah. Definitely support, find a community, yeah. health and support. Find a, a healthy church that is, you know, will support you because that will also help you to heal. I think we also need to discern and accept our feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> journaling is huge with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking through this with a, a trusted friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, a therapist. Yes, those feelings are huge to to get them out. Yeah, uh, educating yourself, educating oneself, mm-hmm. understanding what what it is and and what they've been through. Right. Yeah. Support group. This can be very very helpful. You know, you find people that have gone through similar experiences and it makes you realize even more that you're not alone, Mm -hmm. that this is not unusual what you've gone through, that there are other people that have been there right, and uh, have experienced things that you have as well. Get a therapist. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know one. I know one. (laughs) Definitely. Partake in self-care. Be easy on yourself. Definitely. And if, I want to go back to, to get a therapist. Yes. You know, um, you want to make sure if you're a Christian, you definitely want to find a Christian therapist. Yes. Because then they can implement biblical principles and they can pray with you mm-hmm. and give you verses and give you, you know, ideas from the Bible of how to help you. Because, you know, the Bible's a medicine book. The Bible is God's word, mm-hmm. and it can speak to in mm-hmm. any situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. 
And, you know, when you look at this, really inundating yourself with the Lord and mm-hmm. His Word yes. and His church. Yes. Uh, and He can, mm-hmm. and I know, take your mess, turn mm-hmm. it into a message uh, for His glory, for our good. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. So, you know, if you have been going through a situation like this, whether now or in your past, um, make sure that that you surround yourself with people that will support you, that you look into therapy, you look into, you know, possibly medication, that you realize that you're a child of God if you are a child of God and that he will help you through this situation. And another thing is practice self-care. Self-care is very, very important. Um, a lot of times we think we're being selfish if we practice self-care, but you're not. There, Everyone has to have downtime. And having that downtime and that self-care is extremely important for your mental health, for your physical health as well. Oh, yes. Definitely. So make sure that you realize that God is there for you and he has the answer. And first of all, his answer is for you to be his child. And next, he is reminding you that he will always be there for you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Even though you've walked through a tough situation, a tough struggle, he's always there for you. So make sure you remember that. We really appreciate you listening in. Yes. And he wants to give you life and life more abundantly. Yes. Uh, And, you know, you've been through all this and narcissistic abuse and whatnot. Christ Mm -hmm. wants you to live a life that's abundant. Absolutely. He does. He does. So thanks for listening. Hope everybody has a great evening. Do make sure that you reach out to us and let us know how we can pray for you. Thanks again for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye.